0: Welcome back, Beautiful Souls, to our seventh episode of Spirituality with Kayun. Today I want to share with you the benefits of meditation and why we should practice daily. In the previous episode, I spoke about how I felt I was transforming day by day during my first visit at the ashram. I would say a lot of the purifying and healing experience resulted from my newfound interest, which was meditation. Before this visit, yoga for me had always been a physical practice, and I'm sure many of you can relate. Whenever I ask my students how or why they stumble upon yoga, I would get answers such as, I want to look sexy, I want to lose weight, I want to build strength, I want to become more flexible, and for other aesthetic reasons. Then there are people who come to class for therapeutic reasons, such as wanting to alleviate back pain, stiffness in the hips, or tightness around the neck and the shoulders from sitting at the desk all day. Surely, yoga asanas or the postures can shape and heal our bodies, but the practice is beyond skin deep. Even if we don't feel anything other than the physical benefits, we are in actuality working on the more subtle layers of the body, such as the mental, emotional, and energetic layers. Meditation, just like the posture, is an important part of yoga. In fact, it is probably even more important than the physical practice. If you're familiar with raja yoga, there are eight limbs, or... Eight steps to reach the final goal. According to Patanjali, the great sage who discovered this eight limb system, meditation is a higher practice that allows us to tap into our core or our innermost being. Now you may ask, why do we need to gain access to this? The answer is because our innermost being is where the fountain of happiness, peace, bliss, and joy lies. Traditionally, the practice of Raja Yoga begins with the first two steps, which are the ethical principles that we should follow, known as Yamas and Niyamas. They include moral codes like do not harm, do not steal, or do not lie. This is followed by the physical practice, or the asanas, which is the third step, and then the breathing exercise, known as Pranayama, which is the fourth step. As we walk up this yoga ladder, we move from working on our growths or external or physical bodies to experiencing more of our subtle or internal or spiritual bodies. This is done through techniques like withdrawal of the senses, which is the fifth step, or one point of concentration, which happens to be the sixth step, Then. Finally, we reach the seventh step, and that is meditation. We need to enter into a deep state of meditation before reaching the final goal, which is the eighth step, or self-realization. Some other names for this are enlightenment, liberation, freedom, samadhi, or nirvana. This eight-limb system leads us to a state of peace, and contentment. It teaches us how to control the body and mind with essentially the practice of meditation. If you have yet to try meditation, I recommend taking out a few minutes of your day to feel the wondrous effects of this beautiful ancient practice. Even just sitting for five minutes a day can bring positive changes into our lives. Although traditionally, yogis use this technique to achieve enlightenment. Obviously, most of us living in big cities in this modern world aren't practicing to reach that state. However, we can still benefit immensely from the practice. Firstly, meditation helps us find calm amidst the chaos. It slows down our monkey mind that is constantly jumping from one place to the next and in return gives us more focus and clarity. It teaches us how to respond mindfully rather than react in anger or fear when difficulties arise. This practice also increases our energy level or what we call prana in Sanskrit. It decreases anxiety and depression and shows us how to manage our stress. If insomnia is an issue, it can definitely help us by improving the quality of our sleep. With regular practice, we find peace from within and we become more positive. Meditation has literally become my main practice with some movements and breathing on the side to complement it. I always say meditation is my medication. I believe everyone who meditated before can share how the practice improves our physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. However, the technique or type of meditation people practice can vary as we are all different by nature. Traditionally, yogis would sit in silence to meditate or use a string of beads called a mala to count and chant mantras. This is known as japa meditation. In modern days, yogis do not limit themselves to seated meditation. If sitting in stillness sounds impossible, there are other practices like breathing meditation, walking meditation, singing bowl meditation, eating meditation, and tea meditation, or even some crazy and bizarre ideas like wine-tasting meditation, laughing meditation, and hugging meditation. There are more than hundreds of techniques and styles these days. I'm sure we can all find something that resonates with us to incorporate into our daily lives. During my last day at the ashram, the morning sassan, which is a spiritual gathering, was held on the beach. Instead of sitting for 30 minutes in silence, we practiced walking meditation. Similar to seated meditation practice, the teacher asked us to focus on the breath. But here, we also coordinate each step with the breath. As I walk mindfully with breath awareness, I recall some of the words from Zen master Thich Han. He said, when we walk like we're rushing, we print anxiety and sorrow on the earth. We have to walk in a way that we only print peace and serenity on the earth. Be aware of the contact between your feet and the earth. Walk as if you are kissing the earth with your feet. Isn't it beautiful? He also raised an important question for contemplation. He said, every day we are walking, but do we know where we are going? We have been running our lives, but we have arrived nowhere. Now it is time to stop. The destination is here now, which is the only time and place where true life exists and that made me ponder. Where have I been walking to? What is the purpose or meaning of my life? Why am I here? As I meditate and reflect on these existential questions, I started to have more clarity and found answers from within. Surely this visit to the ashram was an awakening experience for me. I literally felt like I woke up from a deep slumber. Seeds were being planted within me. I felt It was now up to me to nourish and cultivate these seeds. It felt as if I'm about to embark on a new journey to return home. Perhaps I needed to return back to the present moment or return home to my true self. Or maybe this path will lead me back home to where I belong. Thank you all for listening. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please do reach out to me. I'm always happy to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram, kyun underscore. Have a great morning or evening wherever you are. The lights within me, bow to the divine lights within you. Namaste, everyone.